Welcome back to the Creator Spaces Show. This episode marks the beginning of a special new season where we'll be breaking down various topics by compiling conversation bits from our previous episodes. On this first episode, we're looking into North Star metrics. When you're building a career as a creator, there is no map. You use a compass. You don't always know where it's going to lead or how you're going to get there, and this can get very frustrating very quickly. The only way not to feel lost is by enjoying the journey to maximize creative fulfillment. Question is, how do we do that? It's that binary switch of whether I'm excited about getting out of bed, sitting at my desk and working on the next thing. Cliche, but true. A metric for success is that as I'm creating, I'm experiencing flow and joy and possibility. That's step number one. If I'm not doing that, if I'm creating a course or a lecture and I'm bored, it's not going to work. Success for me is enjoying what I do and being consistent. To be fulfilled in my day-to-day work, which means I can be short-term unhappy. That's okay. If I have a deadline, for instance, or I just have a bad day or two or three, that's okay. But if I have multiple bad weeks or even months, then I know something is off. And for me, it's really important. I quit so many jobs and even study courses at university because they were making me miserable. And uh, no amount of money, no amount of work recognition, prestige is worth being miserable. The North Star metric is, am I making progress, right? In some way that's meaningful to me. So either that's money or it's with this company, I would say like, you know, major progress because like I found a good partner in Daryl. I try really hard to be patient. It's very easy to be impatient. And it just seems like the people who are patient will eventually get a home run in some way. My one is, is what I'm creating today better than what I created yesterday? For all of the stuff that I tweet about and write about and talk about in terms of listening to data and validating ideas and practicing in public, honestly, all of those are true, but I care way more about mastering my craft and way more about writing things that matter and pushing myself and wanting to be 80 years old and be like, wow, legendary writer, what a career. That's what I want. I really don't care about all the other stuff. I wake up every day and go, how am I going to have a live? more impressive than Ernest Hemingway or like Nabokov, love Russian writers. That's my measure for success. I want to end up at that level. I think it's just working on stuff I enjoy, honestly. And that comes down to freedom because I can't do that if I'm forced to work elsewhere. For example, I'm at the point where if I'm in a job that I hate, I could quit it. I'm not wealthy, but I have a little bit saved so that I can quit any job and not have to get a job in the next month or so. I think personal metric of success is just being happy and engaged with what I'm doing. So working on something where I'm constantly learning that brings me more connections, I think that's a personal metric of success. From a business standpoint, I really want to have three or four businesses that I enjoy working on. Each one brings me a certain amount of cash flow. That's really my North Star. The creative fulfillment comes from self-awareness, something many of us fail to deeply consider until we burn out completely. The best creators are intimately aware of who they are and how they're doing. On the personal side, 
is just how do you feel? If you can really get in touch with how you feel, you can understand what's not quite right across the board. So as an example of that, I wake up at 4 a.m. anyway just because I can't sleep. Like my head is just burning with either ideas or worry or something. I've got to do something for Captivate or whatever. If I wake up at 4 a.m. and I'm worried about a customer and I'm worried about getting that dread email and oh my word, what is going to be in my inbox when I wake up? Then that for me is a sign that maybe that customer is not quite there. Maybe that customer is not quite right. Now, my North Star metric for success actually is my own well-being because this is all so new to me and I've never been exposed to, to such amounts of dopamine and pain. <laughs> so my North Star metric for success is I do what I want to do, which is write every day and read every day and improve every day while knowing that I am working towards my future self and being happy while doing it. For me, it comes down to happiness and stress level because I'm not going to be able to help and deliver value if not feeling good. Oh, see, I was expecting billions made. So. <laughs> I very firmly believe that dollars are a function of doing the things right. If you're in business to primarily make money rather than being in business to provide value in a way that you enjoy, it's probably not going to be a business you're in super long. So the metric that I care about really is am I getting enough sleep at night? Am I waking up in a cold sweat? Look, it's gone through every aspect of life, right? There's been times where I've been too stressed to eat and throwing up in the morning on an empty stomach. It's just like a bad place to be. And there's places where I made how much money today? Shit, I would do this for free because I'm having so much fun. And you're on both sides of that. So for me, it's a lot more about am I centered? Am I balanced? Am I treating myself or my body with the nutrients that I need to perform at my best? And hopefully we don't skip lunch. Overall, I would still say being happy and being healthy because 10 years ago I burned out and I was in a state where I did not believe that I could get healthy again. So it was a 10 month long psychosomatically induced bronchitis, which was just like triggered by working too much or not having personal toolkits to deal with internal external pressure, which I think by now I have improved on. But since then, the value of just being healthy is number one so i don't think i want to go down a route where i'm gonna grind myself to death yeah it's more i have a guiding sentence which is leading a creative and recreative life and it just means working on projects that are creative in the sense of coming up with something new because that's what i'm interested in and then recreative in terms of just like also enjoying life this is going to be a very LA answer. It's very much in my heart and am I loving the people around me? And that to me is the number one metric of success. And I find like when I'm in that space, I'm a lot more creative. I'm doing a lot better things. I'm coaching the people around me better. I have over the course of my 20s, refined the feeling of wanting this big audacious goal to now being like on a daily basis in my showing up the exact way that I want to be showing up and trying to measure myself based on that more of that internal metric than what the heck is happening outside of me. It's an evolution. It used to be reaching a financial goal, but I realized over time that was never fulfilling because there's always more that I can reach for financially. And so now I have arrived at feeling present to what I'm doing. Again, it speaks to the work that I'm doing with clients. It bursts out of what I needed to do for myself and what I continue to need to do and be with myself, which is integrate this idea of being with what I'm doing and not just doing and leaving myself on the side of the road. Could you dig in on it a bit? How do you know yeah. you're going the wrong direction? 
I know I'm going the wrong direction when I start to feel frustrated and I start to get annoyed with the work that I'm doing that I actually love. I start to get agitated with other people that are in my life that I really care about. It's like I'm working at the expense of my own energy and I'm making the work more important than my own well-being and I tolerate the stress in my body to get the job done. And I don't ever want to do that. Sometimes I do fall into that and I don't like who I become when I'm there. I think for me, it's a body feeling. It means that what I am doing is congruent. I'm not at war with myself in the thing that I'm creating. So that's successful. That would be a sort of qualitative definition that there is an integrity to the creation. In terms of metrics, obviously the trend is your friend, right? So just are you doing that? But I think also, and I'm going to come back to this because I think sometimes we can get caught up in actions, tasks. We focus on the fire truck of action to get us the desired result, but the result may not really solve the, the problem, the discussion comfort that we're feeling. So I would say there's a sort of standard metrics to do that. But for me, like I created Daruma, but I, I didn't do it to make money per se. Obviously, I wouldn't make a living, but it wasn't driven by that. I had a point to prove that you could have a sort of non-Wall Street culture, one that was based on collaboration, be successful, put up good numbers. So that would be the metric for that thing. So I think for everything, it has its own metric. Pray. Talk to God. Be guided by the Spirit. I think we all do a poor job at catering to and taking care of our spirit man. We don't understand that's who we are primarily. Everything that happens here on this earth and in this earth realm happens in the spirit realm first. So in my opinion, to be successful at anything in the earth, you have to push it through in the spirit. My North Star is my heart. I strive to listen to my heart. My journey is about following it, finding my own inspiration, and then the courage to act on it, and to then inspire others to do the same in their own lives. I think at least from my life and from the people I've seen, it seems like the hardest part is knowing when it's your heart talking to you in the first place. To know when to listen, I guess, is the way to put it. Our hearts are whispering to us all the time, and sometimes we're not even conscious of it. I believe that we always really know what we want. What's the difference between someone who can listen to their heart and act on it and somebody who doesn't? There are some veils that will fall in front of our heart. So fear is one of them. Self-doubt is a really big one. There are others, guilt, resentment, and this is what I talk about in my keynotes and in my workshops and how you get beyond that. The key takeaway is that you need to enjoy what you do. This can mean experimenting different things until you find what clicks. Optimize your lifestyle in order to find the consistency you need to succeed. 